Good morning, everyone. Jim Laird live from Clearwater, Florida. So I had to change some topics around. Uh, was hoping to have a guest on today. We moved that to next week. So no problem. We adjusted a few things. I'm going to go over a video I shared on my YouTube and my Instagram yesterday. We're going to talk about that, uh, which will be fun. So today we're doing a webinar at 10 a.m. Eastern. If you're on our email list, you can check your inbox and get in on that webinar so you can watch it. It's detoxification, exercise, sauna, has a lot to do with, with blood pressure. So it's part of our wellness secrets, which is part of the Fundamentals of Wellness Mastermind Group with coaching that we uh, that we have going on that you can join at any time. Most of our other courses, we basically release every several months. Uh, this is our ongoing coaching mastermind group that has weekly re weekly calls. Uh, we also just added a daily accountability app that you can add yourself to as soon as you get into the course. And um, if you have any questions about it, if you're interested in it, you can email me at jimlaird at stillmanmd.com and I'd be happy to answer any questions for you. Please give us a like. helps us out in the algorithm. So get on the email list. Go to stillmanwellness.com. Um, uh, every week we have a different topic that we cover. And so that goes into our, basically the, the fundamentals of wellness mastermind class. We're literally adding a brand new webinar every single week, which you will have access to. If you're on the email list, you can also listen to the replay. So if you don't, if you're not on it live, uh, don't feel like you're missing out. You'll get access to the replay. And then of course, if you want access to all that plus coaching and accountability, uh, you can join the Fundamentals of Wellness with Coaching Mastermind. So that being said, yesterday, I shared a little clip of me working out and some of the stuff that I add into my training. Um, I lifted weights for, uh, well, I still lift weights, but I lifted really heavy things for a very long time. And part of that, uh, particularly with my body structure type, uh, leads to me being very extended, okay? And so back in, uh, what year was that? What year was that? I can't remember, but it was in the, it was in the, sometime in the, maybe around 2012, maybe no, somewhere in there. I got in a really bad car wreck and, uh, oh, Dr. Stillman's here. Hello, Dr. Stillman. Hello. I actually changed the topic today um, because I didn't Did think you, you were going to be here. And then Lauren sent a really good topic about uh, Chris Williams, who uh, doubled his testosterone through like balancing his minerals and stuff. So really? I changed the topic to a, Very yeah. Cool. Yeah. So I changed the topic to curls for, for low back pain, which is a video I shared yesterday. It's in the, uh, it's in the description if you want to watch it. And one of the reasons that I, that I shared the YouTube version of it and not the Instagram version is because the song in the background is one of the best instrumental guitar songs of all time it's called the rumble by link ray which is like jimmy page from led zeppelin's favorite favorite song no so it is it is very take, very uh, rock and roll trivia with jim laird for 500 yeah yeah i mean it's it's so good i mean it's i'm gonna it's really it's really good i mean it's it's i mean listen to how sludgy that is yeah there you go. So I can't needless hear it. to say, so out. it's so I good. Yeah, it's an instrumental. It's in the Jimmy Page's favorite song. So 
needless to say. It's basically a picture, a video of me doing a curl in a deep squat. Okay. And so a lot of people were kind of like commenting, like, what does this have to do with back pain? And I was just explaining all the years of really heavy lifting leads to this extended position. Right. Yeah. And I basically got in an accident. I, I got introduced to this in the, in probably 2008, 2009, I went and seen Bill Hartman. And I was having problems getting out of pain from this back, this car accident. He was like, mm -hmm. well, dude, it's because you're really extended. You're really arched and you need to do things like backwards bear crawls. You need to do things to give you some options. Right. Mm -hmm. So what happens is when you use certain strategies in your training, like very extended strategies and, and everybody's going to have a little bit different strategy, but when you drive certain strategies so far, you need the absolute opposite so you can live somewhere in the middle. Yes. And so by sitting in a deep squat Preach, and Jim. doing curls, Preach. I'm getting a posterior pelvic tilt. I'm opening my upper back up, right? Um, and uh, I'm basically doing curls, so I'm still doing guns. Uh, I can't – I love the Arnold voice, but gosh, screw your freedom. Just messed it up for me forever. Um, every time there's a picture of Arnold online, I just, it probably is one of the things that ended me up in Instagram jail is I always just type screw your freedom in there. I, I, I even went on, <laughs> I even went on audible cause he just released a book. Yeah. And, and I basically wrote screw your freedom in the review. You went out of your <laughs> way. Huh, Jim? Yeah. Hey, can I just add something to what you were saying with the curls? Sure. So I'm at a, a mastermind this weekend presenting on some health yeah. topics for some yes. owners and CEOs of, um, uh, digital marketing agencies, hard chargers, and yeah, very hard chargers, right? And you know, a lot of these guys are guys who at some point played sports, and so they spent some time in the weight room. Yeah. But between that, right, and some heavy lifting, and even if they haven't, right, this will mm -hmm. happen to them. The chair posture is that the, the the desk, your arms are 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 pushing on it, your forearms are pushing on it, your back ends up coming back, and then your pelvis dumps forward. So we see people who are very extended. Uh, through their low back and their and their mid back, mm -hmm. just because they spend a lot of time at a desk. So I, I Jim said this was from his powerlifting. If you're a a keyboard warrior, a desk jockey, this could apply to you just as well as if you well, never walked into the gym and picked so, up. So so people will people will say that they get the slouch posture from sitting in 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 the desk, but yeah, when you sit all day, the extended, the pelvis dump forward position is very strong position. So if you don't move in different ways and you don't have different strategies and you stand up and you haven't been moving all day, your body is naturally going to pick the most efficient, easiest strategy. So a really yeah. easy way to camp out is arching your back and hanging out on your on your low back. Right. Yeah. So that's part of the reason why people they'll say, even though they feel rounded forward. Um, their pelvis can be dumped forward. Right. And a lot of that is because they haven't moved around all day and then they stand up and then they go into this strategy where they're basically hanging on their joints. Right. Yeah. And so, um, and then it gets into like, you know, the rounded shoulder forward, they start stretching their chest and they, they extend even more and, and they need a totally different, different approach to, to fix that rounded forward. It's not as simple as like just stretching your chest and doing rows. Right. Yeah. Or it would work, but we can get into that another time. But, but essentially, I can essentially work things into my exercise. Most of the strength and conditioning type things that people are doing are really good for getting stronger, but that comes at a price 
So when you when you when you have to when you're doing things that basically the more force you're trying to produce and the more strength you're trying to demonstrate, the less the less you want to move. Right. So a lot of the traditional weightlifting exercises take away people's movement options. Now, in certain situations, if you're trying to be a world world class powerlifter, if you're trying to be, you know, a hundred meter sprinter, if you're trying to, you know, do some very specific things, that can be a good thing. But for most people, they need to add some of these things that I share in on my Instagram channel to put their body in a position where they not only get stronger, but they also put their body in a position that makes them move better as opposed to limiting movement and maximizing strength. Because most people, if they press an extra 20 pounds on their dumbbell presses, it's really not going to make that big difference in their life. But if it takes away from their ability to like move their shoulders well or move their thorax well, that's going to make a big difference in their everyday life. So there are ways that we can program things into your training that help you get stronger, but also don't take away too many movement options. Right. And so that's where, you know, exercise selection is is huge for that because you're a prime example that you, you you before you started working out with me every time you trained your back hurt and so i just picked exercises that wouldn't allow you to use your low back actually started using your legs and actually started using the things like musculature right. instead of structure a lot of people will get stuck where they use structure to get their stability instead of using musculature right and this is why you got to sign up for fundamentals of wellness because jim does a lot of this strength training he helped me put on 20 pounds of lean muscle mass in six months. And I kept that on really with minimum amount of effort. And that was only with changing my diet and going to the gym for two to three times a week, 45 yeah. minutes. Nothing crazy, no beat down workouts, no wads, yep. no puking in the bathroom after, you know, doing a sled push. Although there were a couple moments where I wondered if that was going to happen. Yeah, the, the, the sled pushes, the legs burned a little bit, but the, the, the intensity was ramped up gradually. And that's what most exactly. people don't realize. Like if you're right. If you're untrained, right, you really don't have to do that much to get better, right? And so you just gradually yeah. increase the intensity. And then there comes a point where if you want to get really better, then you have to be really strategic. But in, for the first three years, you don't have to do anything loopy at all, you know? And if, yep. if, you're, if you just your goal is to look good and feel good and live a long time, you really don't have to ever do anything that loopy. You just have to challenge yourself, not destroy mm -hmm. yourself, right? Um, you know, I, I worked with a lady last week. She just texted me this morning. I gave her some simple resets and a couple exercises to do. And she messaged me this morning. She goes, I did that stuff you told me, but I think I way overdid it. Shocking. <laughs> yeah, shock, shocking. So we had, um, we had so many this like, this, high intensity yeah. overachievers that that's very yeah, common this, for us. This is a lady that is used to doing five to six 45 minute workouts at a super high pace. I remember. Every, I you you know, about, yeah. Yeah. And so I put her through like a 10 minute thing that absolutely wrecked her, you know, because it was making her do it in ways that I was taking her out of her compensatory strategies and giving her actually things that were using musculature and trying to introduce different strategies to her. And she was shaking and sweating. She's like, I'm, I've never sweated this much before, you know, so pulling people out of their strengths and not driving their strength too much is, yes. is kind of an art form right and because it, i'm a strength yeah. coach and not a physical therapist i can get a lot of this done just by exercise selection but some people are so 
caught in that strategy. They need someone to put them on a table. They need someone in a calm environment to teach them how to actually um, not bear down for a lot of this stuff. Because you want to bear down when you're lifting heavy things. But you also, that's why we do a lot of the floor warm-up stuff too, is we need to be able to do things relaxed as well. We need to be able to flow. We need to be able to move. When you deadlift heavy things, you lift heavy things, you need to be able to be stiff but then you basically need to be able to flow. And a lot of people through their strength training just basically train themselves to be really stiff. Um, and they don't breathe during the exercises. So you have to choose the right strategy for the job that you're trying to accomplish. And then more importantly, you have to be able to turn that strategy off when you're done. Mm -hmm. Yes. So it's so funny. We talk about this so much in exercise, but it's so true as well in, um, it really applies to everything. Yeah, it applies to everything, right? You know, I was talking Diet. to somebody yesterday here at this mastermind who was asking me about HRV because he has his aura ring and he's constantly looking at his data and he's, he doesn't understand how to interpret HRV. Mm. And he actually asked that we do some webinars on that, Jim. So we'll we'll schedule those probably in the new year since we have our content schedule for the whole rest of the year right now. And that's, by the way, those are for the webinars that are our, they're exclusive to our email list. So we only send out announcements to RSVP and, and get notifications for them to people who are on the list. That's our reward to you for um, being on our list because we love reaching you guys by email. And what he was asking me was how do I basically interpret my HRV data? And, um, you know, we find people often who've got HRVs that are very low. And I was explaining to him that when your HRV is low, it basically tells us that you've been in a stressed state for a long time and that you're not recovering well and you don't have that adaptability between the two sides of the, of the autonomic nervous system. And what that means is that, you know, that, that sort of scenario, that kind of mindset or, or, or um, let's say like pattern of behavior or, or autonomic tone is going to be created by high stress situations, you know, firefighter, um, uh, paramedic. EMT, doctor, potentially the high intensity, some high intensity profession or, or job CEO. Um, it can be the really high intensity. More, it can be the high intensity housewife too. It just has a lot true. going on in and her head, right? And that's where we have to get into things like, because some people don't realize that in a traumatic event or a period of traumatic or a, period, a difficult period in their life can stick them in a brain strategy. So we see this in like nurses. Mm -hmm. you know, nurses will, will work for years, for example, in very difficult environments. And they don't understand how that's changing their behavior and it's changing their nervous system and it's changing their brain. And, you know, if they go through something like neurofeedback or EMDR, it can get them st out of that strategy of because when you're when your HRV is low, it generally means that you're stuck in a stressed out state too often. And you need to be able to shut that off, you know, but if your normal has become living in that stress state, then it's I tell people it's a little bit like if the brain is a big house with a lot of doors imagine telling somebody to open a door that they've never been to before right? right if you learn how to get there it's easy to do but if you forget the way or if it's hidden somehow and imagine trying to navigate a house without any, without being able to see anything right it's a little right. bit like that so but, um yeah the, the biggest mistake people make with hrv is they think if they have a low hrv they're not going to be able to perform that's not true you can have right. world record type performances with a low hrv the thing that it means is you're not going to likely adapt to that hard performance. You're going to have a hard time adapting to it and from it and, and getting better from it. You're less adaptable, right? So yes. when you have low HRV, you're just, you're, you have a harder time switching between the two sides. 
-hmm. then you have a harder time adapting to that Mm -hmm. stress. You're not going to adapt over time. And so it it just means you're just less adaptable. That's essentially what it means. And if you're in that state for a year, like long periods of time, it, it just means you're the probability of you breaking from a high stress situation is just a lot higher. Yes. And that's exactly right. And it's very important for people to understand that there's nothing wrong with that strategy for periods of time, right? We've all been in situations. And if you haven't, you will be one day where you had to make difficult decisions on the fly. You had to confront ugly, dramatic, um, even terrifying things. And you you allow your physiology to kick in to allow you to, to deal with that situation. But if you don't, then balance that with rest and regeneration and not, and it, you know, the funny thing that we, we see a lot is that people who get to a high level of anything, they get stuck in that strategy because it's where they right. access that high performance mm-hmm. and they can actually become, you know, if you look at the science of addiction and, um, and behavior, you'll see that people actually get addicted to these chemicals of stress. Mm-hmm. And that's part of why, you know, you'll see, and it's part of why people will go back to their, uh, people who are abusing them, right? Women going back to abusive boyfriends or boyfriends going back to abusive girlfriends or workers going back to abusive jobs. We see that in healthcare a lot. I think a lot of healthcare workers are trauma bonded to the hospital. And that's part of why the, the, the setting is so dysfunctional and why patients see it. And they, they're like, this is sick and weird. And why are you guys treating us this way? But the providers are used to it and habituated to it. They don't actually bother to break the cycle. Sure. So it creates well, a lot yeah. of dysfunction when you're stuck in these strategies and you have to get out of them yeah. in order to be healthy and well. Well, people get in that state where that high stress state, their brain really functions best in that state. So they they don't know how to, it's kind of like powerlifting, right? If you're always Mm -hmm. doing heavy deadlifts, you're always doing heavy squats. And then I put you on the floor and I have you do some really easy bird dogs where you're breathing and they're shaking and they don't, they, they can't, they can't execute very simple tasks without bearing down. And it's the same thing with the brain. So if you have people that are chronically in a high stress state, they only know how to function in that state. Yeah. So, you know, they're doing low level tasks and they're having to have coffee or caffeine because they they're like, I can't I don't feel you know, I don't feel like I'm in the zone enough to actually and they, they, they start to relax and their bodies like their brains like I don't know how to do this. I don't I, this is very difficult for me, like. You know, I have, I have one of our one of our people in the fundamentals of wellness went to the float tank for the first time. And the person was like, this was torture. Like I, I tried to relax, but I couldn't. I literally my brain was like running all over the place. It wouldn't allow them to. We deal with that a lot with people that do like a simple meditation. They can't literally sit still for three minutes. And I was the same way. It took me a good year to learn how to sit quietly for for several minutes without my mind rolling all over the place. And I have to I have to be very careful because if I let myself get in that situation where I start scrolling through YouTube or scrolling through Instagram, I can get caught in that loop again and I can feel myself being pulled. Okay. I'm not making the time to chill and I'm not shutting my brain off and I'm getting stuck in that loop. Right. And that's where things like neurofeedback and EMDR can really help you um, get out of that, that strategy. And that's where things were nicotine energy drinks, you know, and you know, then you add into that the fact that, your nutrition is not good, your sleep's not good, right. and your body just continues to do everything it can to revs you up. You see, you can feel yeah. normal, right? Yeah. That's why what I'm presenting on today, I'm presenting two topics. One of them is how to manage insane ambition without allowing it to or preventing it for, while preventing it from destroying your health. And the second mm-hmm. topic is going to be how I use 
nutrients to replace energy drinks because we see this so often people are using and i was actually it's funny i was in the a supplement store here it will remain nameless and i was looking at some of the options they have for people for nootropics and pre-workout and basically everyone in the, that commercial space is using the same three four five ingredients nutrients to drive performance and all of them are uh they're not sustainable strategies let me so guess l tyrosine oh, what, what that i use or that they no use? no no what let me guess what the products have in it l tyrosine no no i was looking around and hoping that someone would put tyrosine in them but there, oh. there were a couple of essential amino acid formulations where there was tyrosine but overwhelmingly the focus in the in in what the products i was looking at was uh, things like betaine uh things like um uh caffeine a lot of caffeine yeah you know, green coffee get that cortisol green tea, get that cortisol up extract yeah block those adenosine receptors other things well i, I was shocked kind well, of it's a great it's a great business model because basically you get them more they have to take more of it in order to get the same effect because the more they take it the more they need right i know so. that's right so well and they and if the, a lot of these hard chargers just understood like it doesn't take that much shutting off to get the benefit so you can go harder like one Five flow tank session a week right three 10 minute walks a day. Like these are, you don't have to like go up in the Himalayas and be a monk, especially when you're young. If you can get a lot of these habits into your, into your life where it's like, okay, I've just worked really hard for an hour and a half, two hours. I just got off a call. Instead of jumping on the next call, I'm going to go sit outside for 10 minutes and I'm just going to breathe through my nose and relax. And you go back into the next meeting refreshed. But a lot of people, when they turn, they turn it off, they can't turn it back. They don't know how to turn it on and turn it off. And so that's something we have to teach people. And that takes time. Absolutely. It does. It also takes time for them to integrate it into their daily habits and routines. So, Jim, I love the curls for low back pain. It's a really important. What's just so important that people understand that just by changing their exercise selection and the position in which they're doing the exercise, they can have a profound impact on their life. And sure. this feeds back into what we got into about HRV in this, in that when you are in pain, low back pain as one example, that is a stressed state. Mm-hmm. And that will drive the stress that we're talking about that demolishes your HRV and inhibits your ability to recover. I mean, the worst cases we tackle are people who are in chronic pain and don't know how to get out of it. And they're tough because there's so that that state is so stressed compared to not being in pain. That's also why there's such an industry for pain management to pain treatment, you know, from everything from regenerative and integrative orthopedics uh, to, you know, invasive surgeries, it's all treating these end stages that are really decades in the making. And if you learn how to use your body as Jim can teach you in our fundamentals of wellness, then you can really head off a lot of these problems. Yep, exactly. You need to learn how to work in so you can push hard. Right. So, right. Um, yeah. And and um, what was I going to say? We've got a webinar right after this at 10 o'clock. So next, get on our email list at stillmanwellness.com. This so week you can it's be, be on our secrets. webinar next week. Pardon me? This week it's Detox Secrets. It's Detox right after this. I was prepared to do it all by myself too, by the way. I appreciate that. I've listened to you enough. I think I could have 
done a decent decent job on my own. I'll be here. I'll be here. I know you. Yeah, will. the time zone well, difference is, is a little tough, but it's all right. It is, but the, I like the background. That's good. That's the yeah. Reason, it's funny though, right? Like a, this this light is for those of you who are listening. I'm out in Palm Springs, and so it's very sunny already, but I'm in yeah. the shade. So we have this really weird split level on the on the video. Yeah. It's very if very you're listening, just white up top. If you're if you're listening to this on the podcast on like Spotify or Google, actually Apple's our number one uh, podcaster platform funny um you can go watch the video we're talking about by clicking in a link in the description so that way you kind of know what we're talking about and, and if you, you love us, give me a like on love, give you us can a give review. me a like on youtube so yeah give us some reviews we love those all right jim talk to you in a minute all right make sure you guys have a great day and remember to get outside